podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Hey Elliot, do you know what I really love? And I think it's doing a great job. Go on. VAR. Don't. Because it's just don't. Just don't even. I'm don't take forward. that look off your face. I'm looking forward to this one. I don't know how far I can go into this. This is the MLS UK show. Yeah, yeah. We will mention it. We will discuss it. VAR strikes again. Welcome to episode 22 of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. We will look back to last weekend. Not quite as exciting as last week, but whatever. Also, uh, it was, it was. Uh, right, it's starting to get exciting in the transfer window. We'll be looking at some of the signings and trades that have been done so far. And some massive, massive games this week in MLS. We will preview all of them, make some predictions as well, because that normally goes well, doesn't it? Oh, let's do it, squad. Come on. The MLS UK Show. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Hi. Oh, dear. I woke up on Sunday morning, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and I had a few messages from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at them and was like... I had a message from you, and I had a tweet off uh, LA is our house. I was doing balls and beers. Are uh, you on commission mentioning their podcast? No, I need to mention it because I have. I don't even need to listen to... I will do, but I don't need to listen to their podcast this week because I know I haven't beaten you with the amount of freak results that happen in MLS. Uh, so I had a message off them and I had then a few off you. Um, you weren't happy, were you? No. I think this will probably be our most listened to podcast. So many people have messaged me wanting me to speak out on it, wanting to know what I think to it. What do you think I think of it? Yeah, well, we'll get on to that uh, when we discuss this week's action. But uh, just to start on a positive note, I'd like to say thanks to uh, DC United with Pride. Um, we had them on the show a few weeks ago talking about Wayne Rooney and Audi Field and stuff. And they've actually sent us both, uh, so we don't have to fight over them, a, uh, a, a scarf, a lovely scarf saying, We are United. It's got the DC United uh, That's nice, that. badge on it. And the We Are United is in... Um, Pride the, gradient, I would describe it. Yeah, the pride colours. So we'll take a picture of us with our scarf and put it on social media so you can see. But it's very nice of them to send us that. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, my my collection is growing. I've now got NYCFC, mm-hmm. SKC, mm-hmm. LA Galaxy, DC United, Orlando, of course. Yep. You've got Atlanta. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got two. So feel free if anyone wants to send me... A scarf for their team. Uh, feel free. Uh, right, let's um, let's talk about what happened at the weekend. First of all, I've got to mention my boy Joseph Martinez. Incredible. Gets, yeah, gets the record. He's six hat trick in MLS. He's only been there eighteen months. The guy's just. This is the thing, right? Incredible. So, so, so eighteen months, six hat tricks in eighteen months. Incredible. He's had a lot of injuries as well. So, yeah. really, really impressive. So, 
just marking that down. Not what I'm about to say is nothing to do with Atlanta. I was surprised that six is the record. Um, it's, it's like when you look at the players that have been in MLS and and yeah. have played a, a lot a long time in MLS. I just thought that was quite you know again nothing against Martinez. It's incredible. It's a great achievement. But I was just like, really, is that it? Is that the record? Do players, uh, you get the likes of Wondolowski and Landon Donovan, you know, who stick around mm. for a while. And um, But a lot of players tend to go to Europe. They tend to come from Europe. So I don't think players necessarily stick around for that long. Mm. So we've had some great players play in MLS. I can guarantee those that whoever um, has, has scored a, a, a big amount of hat-tricks in the past certainly did it over a much longer time yeah. period than, than 18 months. So congratulations to Martinez. He might even crack a smile. Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, Atlanta won 3-1. They went 1-0 behind. Uh, Wayne Rooney had his first start for DC United. Were you worried when you went 1-0 down? Um, no, I actually wasn't. I really wasn't. And I think that's just with the confidence of Atlanta. We're at home. I know we drew against Seattle last week, but when it, it was 1-0, I thought, if you're not going to drop points two games in a row at home. So it didn't surprise me. They went 1-1. Um, for half time, I was like, "It's a matter of time, just a matter of time until we uh, we get the win." And we did. So. Shout out to uh, Sky Sports, whose um, results I'm currently looking at, and it says Atlanta United FC A DC United one. So I don't know what that means, but I think you've probably been stripped of the points there. Uh, well, Sky may say that, but I, MLS haven't. Uh, top of the league. Um, right. Elsewhere. <laughs> moving on. Uh, good win for Seattle. We were we said on the last podcast on episode twenty one. Seattle team to this season go two steps forward and one step back. Mm. But they've built. They've been building. They've had a few results now without defeat after the draw at Atlanta last week. They've got a win. But of course, Vancouver. Without Alfonso Davies, I know we're going to talk about transfers a little later on, but that seems to be quite a big issue for the Whitecaps. Yes, he did not play. They allowed him to, by the look, well, by the sounds of it, he said, mm. can I sit this one out? I've hurt my knee. <laughs> yeah, they've said yes. So it does look like he's off. We'll be discussing it a little later on, as Elliot said. Um, that's He's one of their star players. That's not good. If they can bring someone in to replace him, brilliant. But it doesn't do the team any good. No. When just before kickoff, he's like, um, actually, not really feeling it, guys. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to transfer. Uh, moving into Sunday morning, New York Red Bulls, they uh, beat New England Revolution. We said this had happened 2 0. The new derby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's called the new derby. That's what it's going to be called. Yep. Uh, right. LA Galaxy, another win for them. They will outscore anyone. I'm starting to really like this Galaxy side. Always liked Galaxy. Was extremely disappointed with them. You know, they for for people over here in the UK, Galaxy, of course, have been the the pinups, the stars of, uh, of of MLS for many, many, many years. Um, ever since the Beckham days, the only team that most people here in the UK can name. So good to see them doing well again, and they will just outscore anyone. Yeah, Zlatan scores again. He's got twelve goals in twelve starts. Did you know? Yeah, if he'd have been in MLS ten years ago, he would be president by now. <laughs> Yeah, I heard he said that. That's brilliant. I mean, only Zlatan could say that. No one else could say that. Unless if anyone else if who's it was gone like over there. Savando Carrasco it was like, well, I've been at LA for a few months. Yeah, if I'd have been here 10 years ago, I'd probably be president. I'd be like, uh, all right, yeah. mate. Yeah. No, but uh, he, he probably would have. He probably would be. Uh, do, you, do you know what? Genuinely wouldn't put it past him. No. I mean, he's not actually American, but we'll come on to that. Well, we'll see. We'll see in 10 years. We'll have. Uh, so you've got Donald Trump, then it's Kanye West, is it next? Yeah. Then it's Zlatan. <laughs> uh, Toronto FC. God help her. 
Toronto FC, what a huge result this was. They're back to winning ways. Toronto, do you know, I feel like, do you know what we need here? We need one of our one second, one second clips. Okay, what song are we going to do? I think we should go for... I've got it here, mate. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, just, uh, just... Did we, we have this song in Canada? Don't know. That's all we're allowed, sorry. Okay. Otherwise we get sued. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, if you're listening, if you're a fan of uh, an MLS club and you would like us to give uh, your club an unofficial theme song for when you have a good result... You're only allowed one second. Yeah, you're only allowed one second. Uh, tweet us, at MLS UK Show. Actually do that, please. Please do that now. If you are listening to the podcast and you, you have a team and you, you go to games or you know what they play in the stadium or that they've got a particular um, pop song as, a, as an anthem, please just let us know. Tweet us now at MLS UK Show. I will make a, a, a bank on my screen. Do you know, like, we've got the booze? Yeah. And I've got, like, uh, I don't know. And, okay. and three lines. Remember when we played three lines? Yeah. That's all we're allowed. Um, yeah, I'll add it to the, uh, I'll add it to the bank. <laughs> What it's called. Stick it in the bank. Well done, Toronto. Chicago, uh, eighth in the Eastern Conference. We know what happens with Chicago. They made some signings, though. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, Toronto with a win. Put some five points above DC now. <laughs> uh, but DC have four games in hand. Uh, talking of theme songs, um, we have a song. I don't know whether this got across the Atlantic. It's by D. Ream. <laughs> Things can only get better. Yeah think uh, the next game that could be a, an anthem for a certain side do you want to hear one second of that song yep there you go there you so. go so uh orlando city can't find the chorus where's the chorus it might be this bit no it's not the chorus. no can't risk anymore <laughs> uh so you may feel that we've rushed through uh the scores so far uh, well done to the teams that have won we're not diminishing your your victories However, we need to dedicate a chunk of time. It's the most talked about. And this is our problem because I get the feeling sometimes people may listen and think, oh, you go you go on about his Orlando. I know, and I don't even want to. We don't want to do that. I can't help it because Atlanta are top of the league. But Elliot, you know, Orlando lose nine in a row. (laughs) We're going to have to talk about it. Then they get a win. We're going to have to talk about it. What happened at the weekend? We need to talk about it. And can you go first? Because I just, I need to prepare. I'm going to have a little drink. Right, you have a sip of your drink. little drink here, and then we'll just... I'll put my mic down. You go. Okay. You go for it, all right? Uh, so, Columbus Crew 3, Orlando City 2. Have a good one, mate. The story of this game is Orlando were 2-1 up See you later. with about four minutes to go. Columbus got a debatable penalty, to say the least, uh, which I'm sure Elliot's going to talk about in a moment. Um, is it Zardes? Zardes scored, didn't he? Sider scored the pen. Yeah, he knows. Uh, and then Will Trapp scored a screamer from 30 yards in the last minute to make it... It's all right. <laughs> make it 3-2. Um, yeah, it was. It must be disappointing for Orlando City. They were going to get their second win in successive weeks. It would push you up towards a playoff spot. Great for Columbus. I like Columbus, I must admit. My girlfriend likes Columbus. They're her team because she calls them the Buzzy Bee team because they're in yellow and black. So uh, she she was happy at the weekend. Someone who wasn't was Elliot Holman. Elliot, let's talk about it. All right, I'm coming. I'm coming back. Columbus's second goal. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm here. Hi. 
Right. Columbus's second goal. <sighs> we were winning, mate. We were winning a game. Cross comes in. Um... I was all ready for get-ins. There was going to be celebrations and people were going to... People, people were already tweeting me, the get-ins. <sighs> Premature get-ins. You can't be doing that. Not in MLS. We know that, guys. If I have to teach you one thing, it is don't give the premature get-ins. Can we stop saying premature? Uh, so Cross comes in. Uh, shout out to, uh, actually, while we're talking about premature, shout out to Michelle, LA Galaxy fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sent us an interesting tweet. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Uh, with a, Don't forget. Yeah, screenshot. 245. Of, yeah, it's, Michelle, who's an LA Galaxy fan, she was on the she was on the podcast in one of the earlier episodes. She was, and um, yeah, she she sent us and other podcasters screenshots of her uh, 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 let's say to do list, mm. um, and which was great because a lot of it was listened to MLS UK show. Yeah, um, other parts of it. Don't forget, Michelle, you got to take that at two forty five. Don't yeah. forget. So back to the Columbus uh, <laughs> Orlando game. So the second goal, Cross comes in. Uh, it was Mullins, wasn't it? Mullins on his debut. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, he, how would you describe it, Elliot? So angry still. So, uh, Mullins he... signed from DC. Yep. On his debut for Columbus. Yep. His job is to try and rescue them a point. He came off the bench and he, he did that. Come on. Even you, even you. Let's take the Orlando out of this, right? Let's take Orlando out of this. This is this is the way I want to approach this. Okay. Yes, it's an it's annoying. We keep having to talk about Orlando for good reasons, for bad reasons, whatever. Let's forget this is Orlando. Let's not even pretend this is, you know, MLS. Let's just say this is trialists A versus trialists B. Okay. Ball comes into the box, and you have naturally a defender trying to head the ball, and you have the attacker trying to head the ball. Now, the defender doesn't head the ball, but also makes no contact with the attacker whatsoever. The attacker, or the ball hits the attacker on the head, I think, rather than uh, rather than he actually goes for it, and then just falls over. He's just fallen over, and at that point, I'm just sort of thinking, oh, it's just one of those things. You'll get back up, or you know, you know when players are going to appeal, basically. And I thought, oh, just get back up. You, when you've watched a lot of soccer, you just know kind of you you know what to expect. You expect in certain certain situations what's going to happen. You think, well, in that situation, oh, that's bizarre. He's fallen over. <laughs> get back up, have a laugh about it, and oh, what? It's a penalty. Speechless. Like I say, forgetting Orlando, we sit here because we love this league. We got into it because it's entertaining. We've enjoyed watching it. Um, there's been uh, th- there's been so much talent um, on sort of staged over the last few years in in MLS. We love it. Now, th- stuff like this is inexcusable when you're trying to do what we do and trying to promote the league and say how incredible it is. When how can you take it seriously when decisions like this are made? And it's not about Orlando. Yes, it was annoying, and at first I was really annoyed with it because it's Orlando. But now it's just like. You have VAR. If a, if somebody goes down in the box, you didn't see it, you don't know how or why or whatever, you don't know why they fell down, say, right, I'm just going to use VAR here. I'm going to say, I don't know what happened there. I'm going to use the technology that is available to me and that has been brought in to stop contentious penalties and goals and offsides being given. Yeah. Does he use VAR? No. No, I think... 
VAR can be used as a safety blanket, and I think that's what referees should uh, view it as. In, in Rather than seeing VAR as something that's doing their jobs for them and they're against it, they need to look and think, you know what, this is the 89th minute of a the game, there's not much chance for Orlando to overwrite this if it isn't a penalty. Mm. Let me just use it. Even if it's a stonewall penalty, no one in that stadium is going to be like... What the referee used VAR for that because it's the right decision mm. that's get that gets. Uh, there was going. a lot of talk about it in the World Cup, and a lot of the time we saw it. You know, you have to remember, even if you see it first time, you're like, you don't need VAR for that. It's a definite penalty or definitely offside. The referee's got a different view of that, so you have to accept that actually he may need to view something. And I didn't have a problem with that at any point in the World Cup, even if it was so clear cut. I had no issue with them stopping the game. I'm not one of these people who is going on about, oh, it takes so long, takes too long, it's ruining... I don't care. Get the decisions right. If it takes 10 minutes, get the decision right. Use it. So frustrating when, you know, you're leading in a game, 89th minute, and that happens. Right, well, we've discussed that. You're not happy. Sorry, Liz, I just wanted to pause there while you uh, while I looked at you and you are still... You're livid. You're absolutely livid. Yeah, you just looked, you not... to, you looked at me then as in like, don't you dare say anything else. No, I, honestly, you can see where I'm coming from in terms of when, when I'm saying just forget it's Orlando. This is just stupidity. Yeah. It, I'd, I genuinely, if this had happened in Orlando's favour, I would still be saying this because VAR is one of those things that gets everyone talking, it gets everybody makes a big thing of it and everybody criticises it. This is a situation where it should have been used. Yeah. And I like if it benefited Orlando, if it went against Orlando, if it was Atlanta, if it was England, if it was PSV Eindhoven, it should be used. Yeah. Um, I must say, one of the reasons I love MLS is just uh, what you wouldn't get in the Premier League or La Liga or any other the big leagues in Europe is the the players' interaction afterwards on Twitter. The the Orlando players were very vocal on Twitter saying that it it wasn't right, which I like. I think footballers, managers, whoever it is, should have a big should they should have a say. They should be able to have a say on social media and go. You know what? look at it, that wasn't right, and not be afraid of being fined or anything. So it was actually quite refreshing to see, I think, Dom Dwyer, RJ Allen, you know, quite a few of the players were very vocal and saying, listen, this weren't right. Somebody, was it RJ Allen? I can't remember. Somebody actually tweeted the gif of the Iran player in the World Cup yeah. who did the sign for VAR. And yeah. VAR that, is bullshit. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... There's not really much else I can say. What I will say, though, the third goal was a great goal by Will Trapp. However, are you disappointed as an Orlando fan that what has happened is has happened at the end of the day? Columbus have got an equaliser. Surely after that, the team should should think, right, let's close ranks, get a draw, moan about it in five minutes' time after the game. Are you disappointed that they've allowed Trapp that much space Fair enough, it's a great goal, and nine times out of ten, he does. Will Trap does not score that. But are you disappointed that they've allowed that to happen and then lost the game? Obviously, I'm disappointed, but I just think you you have to put yourself in in Orlando players' boots, cleats, as they call them. I I just don't. I just think after something like that, you know, it's an incredible goal as well. Let's not you know, let's not take anything away from it. It's a brilliant strike. 
yeah, should have closed him down a little bit more. But you know, how often do we see um, players at the end of end of game struggling or whatever in MLS? You know, it's it's tiring. It's difficult to go away from home. I wasn't surprised. We saw it last week. Dom Dwyer scored because he was given too much uh, too much space by Toronto. Um, so disappointing, yes. Brilliant goal, yes. But it's it when something that big, when there's a decision that big and so wrong, I think it just everything just boils over. Everything all focus becomes on that particular incident. Well, okay. Well, there we go. You've, you've vented. One thing I will say. Okay. I still, still. I d- you'll notice I didn't tweet anything about this because I thought, no, I'm not opening myself up to it, not getting involved. And that's why everyone's been like, can't wait to hear what Elliot says. Honestly, I still got abuse from Atlanta fans because of that penalty. What's wrong with your lot? What, honestly, so I wake up in the morning and I've got abuse from Atlanta fans because I haven't said anything about a penalty that just blatantly was not a penalty. Like, uh, just, You're top of the league, you're smashing it. Martinez's breaking records, incredible. Probably one of the best MLS sides we've ever seen. If they win something this year, we'll top the Toronto team last year 100%. Love watching them, incredible play. You wake up in the morning, you've got abuse from them for no apparent reason whatsoever. Just to say to my fellow Atlanta fans, he did vent. He just chose to text me about it rather than... Uh, Shall we have a look back? Do let's, on social media. Let's just... Uh, so while you do that, Columbus Crew now in fourth in the Eastern Conference of 33 points, <laughs> nine points above the uh, seventh. So they're cushioned right in the middle. They're actually uh, only five points behind New York Red Bulls. My message to you in the early hours. Yep. All capitals, obviously. Actually, full stop. Just full stop. Wow. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I also said referees are, and then a, a word that rhymes with uh, bit. Uh, right, moving on. The Tex- not that, not that one. The other one. <laughs> the Texas Derby, uh, Houston Dynamo, FC Dallas. This got off to a great start. The first ten minutes was mm, thought there was going to be loads of goals, and it wasn't. It ended one one. Uh, but this was we said last week. Then we this was a tough game to to call. Houston are quite good at home. FC Dallas remain top of the Western Conference. So um, fair result of what I saw. A, a result which shocked us all. We said last week that if there was ever a home banker in MLS, this would be it. However, it finished Real Salt Lake 2, Colorado Rapids 2. Therefore, proof that you can never, ever predict MLS. No. Uh, RS, uh, RSL went 2-0 up, didn't they? And then there was a bit of a rain delay. Um, naturally, with any game in MLS, it's you have a delay for twenty minutes and it dries up, or however long it was. And to be fair to Colorado, they've come back. They've got a. It was a big game for them. Obviously, it's a it's a derby match, but it's uh, Colorado. Well played to so go to RSL, mm. who RSL's home farm has been incredible. They've won eight out of uh, eleven games. So to to tie with them, only the second tie RSL have had. At home is uh, is is a great result for Colorado. You got to give them credit. Yeah, fair play, good work. Uh, another surprising result, really. Portland Timbers they remain unbeaten, but it was two two against Montreal. Um, now Montreal did take the lead in this game, so Portland had to come back. Montreal have really they've they've just changed halfway through the season. There's something's clicked, and they've they've suddenly been getting all these points. Please, uh, if they could tell me how they did it, that would be fantastic. Um, 
Montreal are now in the playoff zone. Do you think they'll stay there? Do you fancy them to stay in there? I. That's a tough one. Hmm. Two sides to their season so far, and we've still got half half the season to go. Yeah. It would only take another wobble, and there'd be a bit of a struggle. I don't know why I'm saying I'm going to say no, and I don't particularly know why. I just worry for their sustainability. Is that because Toronto won and now they're going to uh, I just <laughs> go think, up the table? Yeah, I just think even DC, you know, Rooney's not just going to sit by and and let them finish bottom. You know, they're going to start challenging. Toronto are going to start challenging. Um, I mean, Orlando probably managed to get a point at some stage for the rest of the season. Um I I really like what what they've done what what they've managed to achieve. I think a win uh, sorry a tie away at, at Portland is is an incredible result. Really impressive. I really hope they do it. I really do. Um I just wouldn't put a bet on it yet. I think is the the best way to explain that. Uh a game you said Would you? With Montreal I like Montreal. I think I, I like Piatti. I think he's someone who there's a lot of MLS teams, especially in the middle ground, who have that player who can get you a goal at any point, and you need that if you're going to get into the playoffs. To be fair to Orlando, they have it with Dwyer, but Piatti has been showing it for years. If I said to you hundred quid in the middle right now, yeah, I you know if I if I take the opposite of what you say, would you say playoffs or no playoffs? Um. Yeah, I think they'll sneak in. Okay, that's happening then. Uh, well, a, a game you certainly wouldn't have put a hundred pounds on, <laughs> not even of your money, was for Minnesota to be. <laughs> trying to say Minnesota to be LAFC five-one. Actually, I did back this. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. No. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, Minnesota now won the last four at home. They've beaten Toronto, RSL, the New York, uh, New England Revolution, and LAFC. So some good and teams there. Fended off SKC when they were hot as well. When SKC were on flames, yeah, went to Minnesota and couldn't get away. I'd, I'm I'm really impressed. I'm, they're playing some lovely footballers. Sorry, soccer, soccer ball. Playing some lovely soccer ball. Uh, Quintero get another goal. Um, it wasn't a chip this week, <laughs> but uh, the the guy is on fire at the moment. He's he scored what six in four, five games. He's just he's their star man. Yeah. But even Quintero playing well, you've got Ramirez scoring. Uh, you've got Ibarra scoring as well. A couple of goals in the last few games. They're really sharing it about their mm. attacking play. I honestly think their attacking play at the moment is matching Atlanta's in terms of how good it is. No. No, I, I think not. No. At the moment. Nope. You're not having that. Nope. What Minnesota is better. <laughs> no. They're they're very good. They're not at Atlanta's level. I'm sorry. I think going forward, at the the way they're playing, I'm not saying in terms of long probably term, better at the back. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not saying in terms of long term. I'm saying the way they they're approaching it at the moment. They're very enjoyable to watch. Okay. Uh, Ramirez uh, is. Why am I sticking up for Atlanta? Nat- I'll get abused for that as well. I know. Yeah. How dare you stick up for Atlanta? Yeah, we don't need you to stick up for us. Um, Dirty South. Ramirez is rumored. There's obviously rumours. As soon as you do well in MLS, you, the dogs, big dogs from Europe can't start sniffing. Yeah, Norwich, Bolton. <laughs> uh, Minnesota <laughs> have said, no, he's not going. The way they're playing at the moment, they'd be stupid to let any of them go, right? Yeah, but money talks. When you're in MLS, money talks. I think if 
somebody was to offer the right money, their hands would be tied. And I think that's that's true of any player at any club in MLS. Doesn't matter who it is. Atlanta, Almiron being linked with Newcastle, for example. Yeah. Almiron to Newcastle is a big shout. And I just think Newcastle, you know, yes, Newcastle are much better than Norwich and Bolton. I'm prepared to admit that. However, not a, not a big, big, big club. Almiron should be going to a big, big, big club. Do you think? But if Newcastle put a bid in, they'd have enough money to make Atlanta accept it. That's the bottom line. And I think that's what needs to change in, in MLS. No player is going to stay whilst Premier League European money is being offered. Well, it's interesting you say that. There's another Atlanta player who's rumoured to be going to the Premier League, and we're going to discuss that when we talk about transfers. And I want to get your opinion on this okay. one. Uh, so should we do it? Should we talk about transfers? Is it Brad Guzan? No, it's not Brad Guzan. He's already had his time in Europe. Uh, we'll discuss that Too long, a, little, a little later on. Should we do our predictions for this week? Let's do some predictions. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Right, so last week off-air... You had a bit of a go at me because what happens is before our predictions, every time we record it, I say, uh, right, stop recording. I need to tally up what's happening. Yeah, and I, d- I don't like it. You know, I feel like we're lying to people. I like it to be live. It damages the flow. Anyway, I've spent this weekend listening back to old episodes of MLS UK show, which was surprisingly actually quite enjoyable. And really? I can see how we've developed over the course of these episodes. That's so- a posh way to put it, as... We're not as terrible as we were. Yeah, we used to be awful. If you want to listen to us being awful, listen to all of them. <laughs> well, what's this episode twenty two? Yep. Yeah. If you twenty two. If you have a spare day, they're about an hour each. I reckon that's so tuneful. My singing that will still get done for copyright. It sounds just like Taylor Swift. Uh, no. <laughs> Moving on. So, what, right. First of all, um, you've lost again this week. I got 25, you got 20. Um, it all came down to... We both got the Atlanta score right. Do you remember? We, we actually both yeah. said the same for a lot of them. So we got the Atlanta score spot on, 3-1. Uh, and then we got New York Red Bulls to beat the Revolution. We got both said LA Galaxy would win. But then I said Columbus would beat Orlando, where you were hopeful, you said a draw. Um, so I just picked you this one, uh, 25 to 20. And what I've done, I've listened back to old episodes and I've actually tallied up through each episode who has won the predictions. So there's 11. Because at the very start, we just said, oh, we kind of said, oh, this team would win or that team would win. Mm. We didn't really do a, a full prediction. So since we started doing it on episode eight... Since you started winning, you mean you started counting from then? No. Um, out of... The 11 episodes, how many do you think? How many episodes have you beaten me? Oh, actually, sorry, there's more than that. We've drawn a few of them. So it's like 14. So out of 14 episodes, how many have you won? Two. Yeah, two. <laughs> I'm winning 9-2. What do you have to say about that? Um, um, uh, 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 I'll tell you what I have to say about that. Go on. The one that matters. Shout out to our guys. Uh, Bulls, uh, LA is our house. Bulls and Beers. Oh, I played, you on commission? Went on their podcast and uh, and got every single one right uh, and beat you. So uh, Yeah, but I... I a, just do this for, you know... I had a freak week. You didn't have a freak week, I did. Well... Come on, RSL 2, Colorado 2. It's not that shocking. Yeah, it is. 
so yeah, you uh, you need to book your ideas up, mate, because I can't be on a podcast just with so. Well, you can swap me out if you like. Well, can say, get one of your new friends. Saying that, out of everyone who got in touch, because uh, we do invite you, the listeners, to get in touch on a Saturday morning. You tweet mm-hmm. out, uh, DM us your predictions. Um, I won as well. So, if you ever, if you ever see on a Saturday morning, um, we tweet out the uh, a gif of all the the fixtures, the MLS schedule for for that weekend. Uh, if you ever see that. I'm normally making those whilst presenting uh, a breakfast show uh, live on the radio because, you know, priorities. Actually, tell a lie. Tell a lie. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry to Ross cause, uh, and Daniel because I finished third this week with 25 points. So I might ask Ross and Daniel if they want to do the podcast. Ross got the Red Bulls results spot on and then he said Atlanta, Seattle, LA Galaxy. He said Houston and Dallas would be a draw and then he said Minnesota would win as well. So he got 35 points. Ross and Daniel, are they not from the 1975? <laughs> Daniel got 30. <laughs> uh, Daniel uh, got 30 points. He's, he got the Houston score right and the Atlanta score right. So uh, I might sub you out for them because they're doing better. All right. Uh, we'll see. You, so pressure's on now. Well, not this episode. Episode 23, they can join us. Taking my scarf, and I'm taking my ball. He's took his ball and gone home. Well, where does this where does this leave me now? Elliot! Shall we talk about the transfers? The MLS UK Show. Right, you're back now. That didn't have my name in it. Have you actually binned me off? We're getting one with either Ross or Daniel's name in it. Or anyone else. Let's use this. The MLS UK Show. With Henry Hewitt, Ross and Daniel. Yeah. Anyone else? Let's let's have next weekend. Your job's on the line, Elliot. DM us your predictions. How has this happened? DM us your predictions for next weekend. Whoever gets the whoever's top of the leaderboard can will bin Elliot off. <laughs> you can be my new co-host. I have nothing to say. Uh, right, transfers time. It's uh, the transfer window in MLS, and things are getting pretty exciting with a lot of trades happening, a lot of people signing for for clubs, a lot of European players coming over. Um, I think, first of all, we need to talk about Alfonso Davis, don't we? Because he is one of the young stars of MLS. He, I think he'd be a massive miss for Vancouver. Not as much as if Elliot Holman left MLS UK show, but uh, I think he'd be up there. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, in all seriousness, the United 2026... Is it 2026? Yeah. yeah. 2026 bid uh, used Alfonso Davis in their uh, in their pitch. He's, of course, Canadian, um, playing for Vancouver Whitecaps, doing extremely well. Huge, huge talent at, what, 18? Uh, Not even that. Not even turned 18 yet, I believe. 17, yeah. Yeah. So, unbelievable. Uh, really, 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 really good talent. But... Is it time to move? That young, are you going to be playing first-team football for a club in Europe? Well, there's Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, um, Liverpool, PSV, and Manchester United are lining up bids, apparently. Maybe PSV, that might be a good good option for him. The other teams, I'm sorry, you, you're not... I don't... Alfonso Davies at 17 is not getting in that Real Madrid team. I, I know they've sold Ronaldo, but come on. Like, he's, in my opinion, unless he goes to PSV, in my opinion, 
he is best off staying where he is. You need to be playing need to be playing first team football, stroke soccer ball. Uh I I think he's in a great place. Yes, he will move. Yes, he will get a big move. He's going to be a huge star, but I just don't feel like it's the right time. And if he went to Bayern or Real, he'd end up on loan somewhere else anyway. Well, we say this, but of course, Chris Richards has gone on loan from FC Dallas to Bayern Munich. He played in their uh, international cup game against PSG at the weekend. So don't get that. Maybe, maybe he might play for him if it's Bayern Munich. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I'd like to see him stay. We want him. We want him to stay in MLS. Yeah, we don't. I mean, come on, we don't do a Dutch podcast, do we? So, <laughs> if he signed for PSV, we wouldn't talk about him again. Um, elsewhere, I think the big trade this week was between Dallas mm-hmm. and Colorado Rapids. Now, we were talking about this when it got announced. What's your What's your thoughts on this? I, when I saw it, I was like, I don't see the point. I don't I don't get the point of it. I don't see why that I don't get the value in that trade. I don't I, maybe one of the clubs is now going to move for somebody else as well and it might all kind of slot into place a little bit, but Badgy leaving Colorado to go to Dallas, I'm kind of like, well, Colorado need to score more goals, not less. Yeah. And I think I think for Colorado to take to bring in uh, Acosta at the back, okay, that's that's uh, yeah, we need a bit of help. That's great. That's that's a great move for Colorado. But then losing, strengthening up your back line, but then to lose Badgie, I, I just think is a real shame. Yeah, well, Tim Howard's excited. He said that Acosta is a genuine superstar because, of course, he played yeah. with each USMNT. other. USMNT. Um, but even for Dallas, like the FC Dallas are doing all right at, up top anyway. Mm. Is Badgie really going to get into that team ahead of Lamar and uh, Uruti? Top and... of the West, aren't they? Yeah, so... I don't know. For me, it was a bit of a weird signing. I think I think something else will happen and it will make sense. Yeah, I, I do see that happening. I think Colorado have got... They've both Individually, they've got both got good deals because they've both brought in good players. Mm. It's just then losing the other player. And as well, Acosta is, you know, homegrown for Dallas. He's one of, one of their own. As a football fan and FC Dallas fans, feel free to tweet me. Uh, but as a, as a soccer fan who supports Bolton Wanderers and uh, Atlanta United. If uh, Carlton left Atlanta United, I'd be a bit gutted. I'd be like, oh, mm. he's, he's Atlanta. He's Atlanta Yeah, so, whilst you're going to play in MLS, you want it to be for your, your home club, yeah. homegrown club. Um, so, I mean, that's, the, it's, that's a really intriguing to see what happens there. I'm sure they'll both do really well, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Just... Maybe not with FC Dallas because they're doing well, but Colorado Rapids. Uh, I know they've got Bowley that can come in up front. They've signed Giles Barnes who mm. can play just behind the strikers. Love Giles Barnes, by the way. I, I'm. We'll get on to that in a second because I, I have some thoughts on that. What, on Giles Barnes? Mm. Uh, well, I was just rounding that up so you can, you can have your well, thoughts. Well, I think the next thing you're going to mention... Do you mean a certain Orlando player who has kind of... In a week where, I'll be honest, I've had to tiptoe around a few things with you because you're still annoyed, as we've discovered, with a Columbus no, I'm fine. Uh, Absolutely fine. I'm fine. Miriam has not really done himself any good. If it's like a, a lion, well, they yeah, have the lions, who somebody has been teasing them. Where's this going? And then Miriam comes up with a stick and just pokes it some more. Yep. You're going to annoy them. And liking 
MLS's tweet about the Will Trap goal didn't help matters, did it? So this again, so if you're listening to this podcast, MLS UK show, get ready for Elliot's rant number two from this week. I actually don't want to rant. Um, Justin Miram, uh, I watched play live last year for Columbus and he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I was really excited when he joined Orlando. I thought this is a huge step in the right direction because this guy can make stuff happen, yeah. playing in wide or through the middle. Like this is this is huge. I I don't want to sound like I'm being dramatic and over the top. He has been dreadful. <laughs> I like he has been really really terrible. Um, you know, simple passes going astray, ball rolling under his feet and out for a throw in no desire to chase back when he loses the ball all the things that fans absolutely cannot stand because you want your players to go and give it their all it's not worked out for him he's got more and more and more and more annoyed with the fans because they've been disappointed in him it's just not worked it hasn't worked he's a great talent but we have honestly seen nothing from Justin Miram I'm not being dramatic or over the top we have seen nothing from Miram at any point which makes us want him in our squad. Here's one for you. Yeah. And I asked you this the other day uh, off air. So he's rumoured to be going to Cincinnati, but also his former club, Columbus. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Hope he likes Texas. <laughs> oh, come on. We saved the crew. You can't say that. But um, do you do you feel that it's a case that he didn't want to leave Columbus and he's just spat his dummy out and now he wants to go back? If that's the case, then he said a lot of things when he joined Orlando that were untrue. I just think as a footballer, you should want to win. I I don't believe that someone would would do that. I think if you want to win, if you're if you're playing any sport, you go out to win and you and you do your best. I'd 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 be really surprised if that's the case. I just it's just not worked. He's not he's not been good enough. I've I've been extremely disappointed, and I'm I'm more disappointed now with his conduct off field than I am on it. On it, we'll still back any player who's struggling, having a poor season for as long as they pull on that uh, purple shirt with the lion on. We are behind them, but he has alienated fans because of his conduct off the pitch. He's clearly tried to force a move. He's peed off everybody in Orlando en route. And I just think it's for the best. Just go. Go away. It'd be interesting if he does go, his transfer window, which you would imagine he will do. It'd be interesting when he eventually, either this season or next season, when he returns to the Orlando uh, City Stadium. Mm. I don't think he's going to get that good a response. Please don't think this is sour grapes because it's not. We've lost some fantastic players over, um, you know, for Orlando over the last few years. Norwich City, uh, you know, high-profile Signing Leicester took James Madison for fifteen million at the start of the at the start of the summer, and I wish I honestly I wish him all the best. I think he's incredible. He's one of the best players I've ever seen in an Orange City shirt. He will play for England. Um, if you haven't heard of, of James Madison, honestly check the guy out because he's incredible. Mm. I'm just mm. making a point that it's not sour grapes. Sorry. Shut up! It's not sour grapes just because somebody's left. I'm giving an example. It's just that he really, really, really did not sit well with Orlando fans by the end. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Orlando fans, I'm sure you will anyway, but tweet us. Um... I can't wait for Almiron to leave. Well, this is the thing, Almiron, we mentioned it before. It rumoured to be going Newcastle and Joseph Martinez rumoured... Norwich. No, 
better than that, Southampton. <laughs> Can you imagine him in the Premier League? Like, honestly, the guy's the guy is incredible. I just can't see it. I think it would be weird because all our friends would be like, "Oh, you seen that guy that that Southampton is." For us, it'd be so strange. We're like, yeah, can tell you absolutely everything about him. Yeah, I don't expect him to celebrate. This is the thing with Martinez. It's it's. I think Martinez is is yeah he's one of the best strikers in the league. There's no doubt about that. Guy's got like what ten above the next per mm. player in the uh, goal scoring rankings, but he's not going to get as much time. He's not going to get as much space in the Premier League. He's not going to get a lot of Martinez's goals happen when he's through on goal. That ain't going to happen in the Premier League. Uh, Can you imagine him at Leicester? Can you imagine Vardy and Martinez up front? Yeah, literally they will just say to the defenders, just kick it up front because they will <laughs> they'll just stand by and win it. Um, Martinez Southampton, do you see this? I don't really see this, to be honest. Mm, no, I'd be surprised. Not if it feeling happens. it. I think big. I think he deserves a bigger club. I'll be honest. I think with Atlanta, I can see a few of their players leaving, but it won't be to the end of the season. I don't think they'll get. They'll I don't get. think they need to sell. No. Uh, last but not least, another MLS player rumored to be going to the UK: Zach Stefan to Bristol City. <laughs> uh, apparently, around three point nine million this signing for. Not exactly the. Uh... The big, the big pin-up team that everyone was expecting, maybe. No, well, this is the thing with Zach Stefan is, and, and I think it's difficult sometimes for goalkeepers because they don't stand out. I mean, Zach Stefan, uh, well, he's what? What did he get to number six, number seven in the clean sheet records earlier this season? But I... we talked about this with uh, with with Jack, the the FC Cincinnati uh, goalkeeping coach. Yeah. We mentioned this and and how that if you if you are a keeper and you can catch the ball, you know you're good enough. You're good enough to go and play in the Premier League. If you've got it, you've got it. Um, and, and he actually bizarrely agreed with me. Um, if you want to have a listen back to that, that's the episode called "Join the March." By the way, really really good chat with uh, FC Cincinnati goalkeeping coach uh, Jack, who was brilliant. Um, really good to chat to him. I. There's a few keepers that I would move as a, uh, as a Norwich fan. I'm sure as a Bolton fan, there's a few keepers in MLS that, that I would happily move for that I'd like to see see at my team. Um, he's of course one of them. I'm surprised to be honest. I would actually expect if Norwich were to approach, I'd expect to get knocked back. I think he'd be looking to go to a bigger team. Uh, no, I don't agree with you. I think a lot of MLS players. That's why they, I know it's work permit issues, but that's why they go to places like Holland or Turkey or. Uh, Belgium, do you know? I think it's a uh, MLS is a growing league, but I think some, unless you're the likes of Almiron Martinez, David Villa, you, you're gonna, you probably match is one of these other middle of the ground leagues in Europe. I think MLS personally will get to a point where it's, I, I honestly think MLS will get to the point where it's behind the likes of you'll have the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga. It'll be it'll be level with like the Portuguese league, and I see that happening in the world stage. But at the moment, it's probably level with like the the Dutch and the Turkish league. So I think Zach Stefan into Championship is a great place for him to go. And I think a lot of other MLS players, if they get the work permit, should go to uh, the Championship because you're just one good season mm. away. Either you'll get sold or get promoted. You're in the Premier League. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see that. Uh, right, let's talk, uh, looking forward, a busy, busy, busy week of MLS action. Let's have a quick run through. This week in MLS. Before we start, we need to say San Jose Earthquakes, 
on the last podcast, uh, we got a bit of stick, didn't we, off Earthquakes fans because yeah. of what we had to say about San Jose. Listen back if you want, but it's we kind of pointed out that they're having an awful season and they're about to play Man United. It's going to be a crime scene. Man United were going to get eight, and it finished nil-nil. Um, and the, United had some good players out, like Sanchez played, and did um, San Jose played well by the looks of it. So what you're saying is when they face Seattle on uh, Wednesday night, they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, they'll smash it. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. No. Uh, right, let's run through the matches uh, midweek and then we'll we'll do save our predictions for the weekend. Okay. Uh, DC United v New York Red Bulls. That's on Thursday morning. This is at 1am. Uh, the second match at Audi Field. This is the Atlantic Cup. Mm. This is Carl. Uh, where do you think this is going? You just said we weren't going to do predictions. Yeah, but this is because I've, it's a tough game to carve it, so I want to see where you think it's going and we can... I I think Red Bulls win. Okay, well, we're not doing predictions, so I'm going to leave that one. Uh, Houston Dynamo versus Philadelphia Union, uh, and then you've got San Jose Earthquakes versus Seattle Sounders, as you mentioned. Friday morning, we've got matches on Thursday morning, Friday morning, and then Sunday morning. It's crammed in i love it it's like a, a bank holiday weekend here mm. in the uk with all the matches friday morning two huge games um orlando versus new york city this is at 1am can't wait yeah not the team you want to play although it is at home so maybe you've got a, a better chance hopefully for orlando the var referees the var gods are going to look and go we messed up last week should we give them one this week don't want it don't want your sympathy, your charity. I oh, yeah. need it, just don't want it. Last minute, you get a dodgy penalty. You're really going to go. No, I'm not. I'm not celebrating this. If if it goes down to one goal uh, in the last minute, then I'll be chuffed. Uh, and then it's the LA Derby. It's the second one, the first one at the Bank of California Stadium. Um, Do you LA... reckon we'll get more goals than the last one? There were seven last time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. <laughs> That would be a big ask. Uh, LA Galaxy going into this with really good form. Mm. Um, it's going to be good, this. Yeah. I, I'm glad we're not predicting because I don't know where I'd go with this one. I no. think this is going to be a really intriguing game. It's on at 3.30, 3.30 in the morning. Oh, I might have to wake up for this one. Um, well, you'll already be up watching Orlando, of course. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, this is a, a really... This is a big game, this, and... Um, It'll be a. I think LAFC will really want to win this. After what happened last time, mm. being ahead and losing it, they will really want to push this forward. Uh, right, looking forward to the weekend. This is where our predictions are going to start. First of all, midnight on Sunday morning, it's Montreal Impact versus Atlanta United. Where do you think this is going, Elliot? 3-1 Atlanta. Um, I'm going to say 2-1 Atlanta. I think with Montreal's farm, I think they're going to just, just grind it out, Atlanta. It won't surprise me. It's 0-0 half-time, and they do it in the second half. Okay. Uh, New York Red Bulls versus Columbus Crew, midnight as well on Sunday morning. 1-0 New York Red Bulls. Do you think it's going to be that tight? Mm-hmm. I think there'll be goals in this. I think it'll be 3-1 to the Red Bulls. Toronto FC versus Chicago Fire. Um, yeah, early chance for Chicago to get a bit of revenge for last weekend. Um, 
A shout out to uh, Kapelhoff, by the way, the Chicago defender. He had a car accident uh, about two weeks ago. Really, the car looked really damaged, but luckily he wasn't really hurt. So he uh, he went back playing uh, last weekend. Didn't do much good for Chicago <laughs> because they lost the game. Can Toronto get two wins on the bounce? Is this a really big chance for them? It's to huge. Do that? This is huge. This is where your momentum starts if you're going to go and do something. Um, I just think it's going to be two-two. I think Toronto win. Toronto win. They go a point behind Chicago. I think Toronto win. I think it will be. I think they'll win three 0 I can see a resurgence for Toronto. Three 0 Wow. DC versus Colorado Rapids. Colorado Rapids. I can't believe they got a draw at RSL. I think DC United will win. I think it will be. Um, I think it'll be three 0 I think Rooney will score as well. Yeah, I do. I think 2-1 Rooney. Rooney! Uh, SKC, FC Dallas. Uh, SKC have had a week off. Huge game, this. Yeah, I I can see... I can see SKC getting back to winning ways at Children's Mercy Park. I think it'd be 3-2. I'm going to go... It's tough, isn't it? 1-0. Portland Timbers, Houston Dynamo. Portland home win, 2-0. Yeah, Houston aren't great away, are they? Nope. I think this will be... Um, I think 2-1 to the Timbers. Uh, so We're still on Sunday morning, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, Minnesota United. This is at 3am. Uh, Alfa- if Alfonso Davies hasn't gone, yeah. will he play? No. So do you think that will affect the Whitecaps? I think this is a 1-1. I'm really intrigued about this. Minnesota can do it away. Can they, uh, Sorry, can do it at home. Can they do it away? I think they will. I think we're 2-1 to Minnesota. Okay. San Jose versus RSL. If this was the other way around, if this was at RSL... We it, know you love RSL at home. We yeah. know. However, it's not. San Jose, fresh off the back of their nil-nil draw with Man United and... Yeah, thrashing of Seattle, maybe. Um, no, RSL 2-0. 2-2. Two, two. Mm. Seattle versus New York City. It's on Sky Sports Football, 10 o'clock. Uh, very quickly on this one, uh, Claudia Reyna came out this week and said that uh, he did offer Patrick Vieira a new deal. Was he ever going to sign that? <laughs> nope. Nope. All right, end of. Uh, right, Seattle, New York, what do you think? Uh, New York City, 3-0 win. Uh, mm, David V is back in training. I don't know whether he'll, meant he'll make this game or the Orlando game. But I, I think it'll be... I think this will be 1-1. I think Seattle's resurgence will continue. Wow. And last but not least, mm. Zlatan's LA Galaxy <laughs> versus Elliot Holman's Orlando City. <laughs> Zlatan's LA Galaxy versus Elliot Holman's. The thing is, I am probably better than all of the Orlando team. Um, uh, 3-0, Galaxy. I was going to say 3-1. Just give us a bit of credit. Oh, poor, poor Orlando. Uh, right, we'll be back next week. Uh, subscribe. Next week is the All-Star episode. Can't yep. wait for that. Um, this is 2nd of August, Thursday morning. That kicks off in Atlanta. So we'll be doing a special next week. DM us your predictions. Uh, wait. Elliot will just tweet somewhere on Saturday morning anyway uh, for you to look out for. 
and uh, get in touch about anything we've talked about on the podcast this week. And remember your goals, your goal songs. Yes, goal songs. That's really good. At MLS UK show, which song shall we play a second of if your team does well? (laughs) A whole second, because that's all we're allowed on the podcast. Uh, Thanks very much for listening, as always. Thank you to everyone who's just randomly tweeted at some point during the week or messaged us or whatever because they've found something funny or they've agreed with something we said or more likely disagreed with something we said. it just makes it fun. It makes it makes this uh, little Tuesday afternoon jaunt in the studio fun. So thank you very much for getting involved. Send us anything you like at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram, and find us on Facebook as well. We've got a Facebook page, but not many people like us. So see you next week. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.